these looks all over their face My friends all know that I'm cool I've been this way since high school Cause life's never been sweeter when you're just a cake eater When it comes to hockey, nobody can stop me My high school team, I was playing on the top three Now my son is scoring piles Welcome to the Youth Hockey Up High School Hockey Podcast Brought to you by the Red Black League I'm Danny Ryan, joined with you in studio, Tony Scott How you doing, Danny? Good, good, and um, probably up in a blizzard What it looks like right now, Carl East yeah, there's a bit of snow out here, and uh, glad to be here. Glad to be back on the show after I got uh, booted for low, low, low height last week. Uh, you didn't get booted. You were just removed for a week because you went over five and over five and pick them. Actually, I was going to introduce Luke Low Height, and then it was going to be Carl, and everybody was going to be let down. And I totally forgot about that. Oh, well, your oh. funny joke was then missed. Yes, I know. Well, what a shame. It it stinks. We're with Carl again, I guess. Uh. Um, you'll endure. Yes, <laughs> glad to have you back, Carl. Um, well, speaking of Luke Lohite, Tony, some news coming on the Luke Lohite department. Yes, Luke Lohite was named a Mr. Hockey finalist. Congratulations to Luke. And we went 7 for 10 this year, and I still stand by the 7, the 10 that we chose. Um, and we won't talk about players that were not selected, but let's just talk about the three that were not from our list. And I'm going to go into this just a little bit detail, and then we'll, we'll leave it at that. Uh, Jake Seitz was left off the list, Tyler Watkins was left off the list, and Ray Christie was left off the list. Can you tell me who the ten were that were on the list? I was writing them to... down. I was writing them down as we speak, so I have six of them in front of me here. I'll help you fill so the list. So let's go. To, we'll go back to the list here in just a second. Okay. So uh, Jake Seitz and Tyler Watkins were Class A players that were left off. There were zero players Class A that were chosen this year. We'll get back to that topic as well in just a second. And then Ray Christie was left off. Um, we George Granis was on the list. Uh, Carter Rancliffe, Sammy Walker, Demetrius Kumatsis, Ben Almquist, Colin Schmidt, Luke Lohite, um, Luke Lamaster, I believe he was the only yep. defenseman, yep. Lucas mm-hmm. McGregor from Centennial, and that's it. That's the ten. Garrett Worth. What's that? And Garrett Worth. And Garrett, Garrett Worth. Sorry. Um, I had a lot of G's on here. Uh, George <laughs> Granis, Garrett Worth. Sorry about that. So there, those are the ten, and then the frame, Frank Brimsick, Finalists were also both from a double-A school, Atticus Kelly and Benny Garrity from Rosemount, Atticus Kelly from St. Thomas Academy. Uh, Danny, your thoughts on the Class A snub this year? Well, we've seen it happen before. I was doing research on it. I'll start with the Mr. Hockey Class mm-hmm. A snubs. At least give one of them a bone. That's that's all I'm saying. If you haven't seen either Tyler Watkins play, who – it, when he finishes, he'll quite possibly have more state tournament wins than any other Herman player of all time. Yeah. And one of the best yeah. ever to come through that program. And Jake Seitz, who's the best player on the Iron Range. No question. <laughs> and, I'm not sure that's a, a huge the, distinction this year, but yeah. But we hold the Iron Range, Carl, with some sort of pride that they have good hockey, and now we just snub them like that. And for me, I think that's a that's a travesty because those the Iron Range schools care more about high school hockey than 
I, I would say, granted, than a, yeah, than any, and, and uh, more than a couple on that list for sure. And you can tell that by their like state tournament attendance. Yeah, it's it, unfortunate. Mm-hmm. I thought it was unfortunate. And again, taking nothing away from the three that that didn't make it, I think the three obviously would make it on our list would be Colin Schmidt, Luke Lohite, and Ben Almquist. Great hockey players have had great years. All committed. You all know, committed to colleges. Good players. They're great players. I just think that the three that we're talking about are more worthy for a, a, lo- a long list of reasons why. And had better senior years in some way. Better careers, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. So we'll leave it at that. Talk about Frank Brimzik. Um, you you were incensed about Jackson Jelly from Delano not making it. I, I think Jackson Jelly is a true snub on this list. Now, that's not to take away Atticus Kelly and Ben Garrity are very, very good in their own right. But Jackson Jelly was the top goaltender on Team Southwest in the Elite League and played against Team USA instead of Charlie Glockner. I mean, there's a reason why, you know, Jackson Jelly was the star on that team. And they could have substituted him for somebody else. They could have brought in a goalie from the Southeast or whoever. They They could have brought in Garrity if they wanted to. But they didn't. And they brought in Demetrius to play on that team against USA. And Nevers. And so, but they stuck with Jelly. And for rightfully so, because he's very, very good. He led a Delano team to state last year. I just, I think it's a shame that Class A did not get any love in this just because it's interesting. Carl, what... What are your opinions on this? Yeah, well, first off, with Mr. Hockey Pilots, I would note that not only are they all double-A, they're all on double-A top 15 teams. I mean, there's you know, no one you know, really outside the the list of teams that you know we, we're talking about every week on here that everyone knows about made the list, which is, I think, kind of unfortunate because usually they've done a pretty good job of throwing bones to someone like a Baru Decker or a player who maybe, maybe a lot of casual fans haven't seen or heard of but you know, has have great seasons, but that just didn't happen this year. And as for the the Brimstick Award, I've you know been complaining about this for years. Like, why do you only have two finalists? I mean, I I don't understand why that list can't be longer. Yeah, Let's Play Hockey has like ten finalists for the Girl Senior Goalie of the Year. Yeah, <laughs> and somehow there's only two for this one. So yeah. I did some research on Frank Brismick. I I thought that it had to be a Class A and 2A, and I mistakenly thought that. And there have been years where they've been the same in the last – I did – past eight years, okay? But you were telling me River River Allender was the same year. He was A, and so was Althaus. Yeah, and there's been two double A's as well in Mac Bergloff and Hunter Shepard. Um, and same section, mind you, as well. And, and then in 2010, Zane Goffberg, who goes by Zane McIntyre, won the award outright, and there was no other finalist that year. And in 2010, you saw a lot of good goaltenders, um, i.e. Shaughnessy from um, Hill Murray. I could go down a list of really, really good goaltenders, but they just gave the award to Zane Goffberg that year, like just because he had a D1 commit to North Dakota, and albeit he was drafted like third round, and Zane's a very good goaltender, doesn't mean that you can't give somebody else some love. Like yeah. it, it just seems really weird with that award. Is that is is that award uh, handed out by the Minutemen as well? I believe so. It's in the same banquet. Yeah, so. I know, but yeah, yeah. And so I I just think it's it's really interesting how you know. That award just seemingly 
doesn't always have the most. Uh, when Alex Lyons was going up against Alex uh, or, um, Andrew Ford, and Alex Lyons had like a 938, and Andrew Ford had an 87 or an 88 same percentage. I'm sorry, that's uh, like you know who's going to win that award, and, and he didn't. And so it's just no Lyons won, but right, it's just interesting. Uh, let's see, Tim Shaughnessy in 2010, Tommy Boddicker. Um, St. Gothberg won that year. Johnny Russell for Breck had a 1.6 goals against with a save percentage of 929. Okay, and Jimmy Kruger played D1. He had a 162 and 933. Like, but to give an award outright like that to a goaltender from Thief River. So, anyways, I will always complain about this award, but. Okay. Yeah. Well, I thought they've gotten it right the last couple of years. I thought they have too, but yeah, I I think that they need to either expand the um, finalists or I at agree. least split it between Class A and Two A. All right, it's that time of year. It's the best time of year. We're heading into playoffs. Let's go through some section uh, takes on each of these sections. Oh yeah, I forgot that it's playoff season. You did not forget. <laughs> <laughs> Forget. <laughs> uh, I'm so caught up on award season. Okay, we're going to start with some classic. Oh, before we go, I'll just t- talk oh, really oh, quick. Oh, our sorry. staff, our staff, uh, Eric uh, Zimmerman. Zimmerman, Danny, Carl, Peter, and myself all uh, flexed our muscles, and we will be announcing our high school player of the year. Uh, I'm hoping by Wednesday, maybe Thursday morning, depending how fast our producer can get it produced. But we'll have we'll, no, it's not me. I wish I wish I could do it. Uh we'll be producing we'll be producing our videos. So right when the playoffs get started on Thursday, uh most of the playoffs get started Thursday, uh we'll have our high school player finalists, our interviews, our questions, the whole nine yards. So it should be good. There's a point of contention if you are award winners, all are the best players on their team and all have made a major impact high school hockey this year. That's are, all I will say. Are they seniors? Um, do they have to be? No, they do not have to be seniors. They have to be the best player on their team, and they have to make a major impact on the high school hockey landscape. All five of ours. Would you agree that all five of ours have made a major impact on the landscape? Yes. Okay. Yep. And, and that was part of the argument with yeah. narrowing down to five, is yep. uh, how much of an impact they have had. Yep. Type so, of thing. There you go. Uh, Carl, you like the list that we put together, don't you? Yeah, I think I agree with all of them. So we all agreed. We had a five people. We all agreed on those five. So it's exciting to come out with the announcement. It took about like days. 30 texts. Between it was a lot of texts. <laughs> yeah. But we got it finally. Uh, all righty, let's roll. Okay, we're going to start with Class A um, and go through the list. So in Class 1A, we have a number one seed of Elbert Lee. They will play the winner. They're going to win the uh, – they'll play the winner of Fairbolt La Crescent and advance to Saturday where they will play the winner of Rochester Lords versus Mankato West. Um, do we want to start off by talking about that? The, I think this is a two-horse race. I really do. In 1A? Yeah, I really do. East, Mankato East and Elbert Lee. They just played last week down in Elbert Lee, and I think that Elbert Lee – uh, obviously, one, I think I'll release the favorite, but I think East can give them a run. I look at the bottom half and don't see much. I see tougher teams in the top half. Uh, I think East has got an easier trek to their community, yeah. the rec center. 
So I, I, I personally think that Rochester Lords will play um, Albert Lee in the semifinal. I think that could be interesting. Um, on the bottom yeah. half of the bracket, you have Minnesota River, um, which is a conglomerate of about 25 teams or schools, and um, Wasika uh, playing. And then the winner of the Austin-Winona game will play Mankato East. And so we'll probably see Minnesota River play Mankato East, and more than likely uh, Elbert Lee versus Mankato East. Who do you guys – well, is that what we see? We're not going to predict the championship game because that will be the next show, but I right. see that happening. I see that happening, too. Anybody else? Nope. No. Nope. I don't yeah, think so, I, I even have my – I say uh, credit to Minnesota River for um, knocking off uh, Laverne last week. That got some people's attention. So they're on the rise. I think Lourdes is a tough five seed, too, so – yeah, it yeah. Could be a threat I, to Albert Lee I, if they get through that first game. Yeah, I, I think Lords just, you know, they come in. It's, you know, a traditional school in one A. It's going to be a tough out for Albert Lee. Just yeah, they, they've they've given them two one goal games this year. Yeah, well, my it, arm is still numb that you just said Minnesota beat Laverne. I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to reconcile <laughs> that one. I'm sorry. You're right. They did. I can't get there. <laughs> I can't get there. I can't believe that. But. Okay, we'll move on. Uh, Isn't it nice having it Minnesota River now, as opposed to Latour Henderson? Saint Peter. I, I thought it was kind of fun other. having to look out all the silly letters. Yeah, L-S-H- I don't like it. I think they had more letters in 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 the in the acronym than there is in Minnesota River. Okay, you close. <laughs> you, you want me to really nerd out here? So, oh, no, so no. in Quiz Bowl, now you've done a it. team that was the Here Greater Sioux Falls Area Homeschool League Association. <laughs> it was two kids. <laughs> there was one that continuously blinked, and so but they would always spell it out like GS Greater Sioux Falls. And it was like, who is this team? And then they would be like, what is that high school? And then you'd realize, oh, it's the Greater Sioux Falls Area Homeschool League Association. <laughs> Oh, God. The league added this whole game. well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of two, uh, moving on to 2A. 2A. So, Orono, the number one seed, will play the number eight seed, Waconia. Orono should come out of that pretty handily. Uh, Minneapolis will play Providence Academy. Minneapolis is the four seed. Providence is the five seed. I see Minneapolis coming out of this. Um, and then the three seed, Delano, plays the six seed of Breck. You don't see that. Uh, I don't. We'll get to that <laughs> yeah. in our pickums. Yeah. Um, Mountain West Tonka gets the two seed. They play Bloomington Kennedy, the seven seed. I see that. Okay. Who comes? Uh, Orno. Who does Orno face in the uh, Minneapolis Providence game? Minneapolis. Okay. Providence got a good goaltender, uh, and they've had a good year. Yes, they really have. I mean, way better than they've been the last couple of years. I think Minneapolis wins the Cloquet Award in Class A. Is, yes. You never know what's. <laughs> Never know. Which makes it interesting because Minneapolis has actually beaten Orono this year. Yep. And so this could be an interesting semifinal game at Parade, which is on Tuesday the 27th. So yep. it, um, late semi. Yep. Yeah, late semi. So it's not a semifinal Saturday semi. So um, see that happening. But on the flip side, Delano plays Breck, and Breck won the first matchup this year. The, the winner of that is easily going to play Mounds West uh, Tonka, mm-hmm. but Breck Delano is juicy. Yeah, in years past it's been juicy. I don't think this is the two best. They're better. 
additions. It's probably Breck's worst addition in the last 10 years. Well, I yep. agree with that, but there's only one time that Delano has beaten Breck in the playoffs. Last year, <laughs> it was last year. So yeah, I, I like Mound all Mound Orno all the way through. I think the rest of these teams are, you know, just yeah. just a matter of time. Yeah, and we'll spend agree. time on the championship game there later. We'll go to three A. Laverne gets the number one seed. They will play Wilmer or Fairmont. Um, they should roll either of them. Uh, New Ulm is the five seed. Hutch is the four seed. Um, Marshall is the three seed. Redwood Valley gets the six seed. Wyndham plays Worthington in the play-in game to play Litchfield Dassel Crocato, which is the two seed. Um, Laverne, who do they play in the semifinals, Carl? I'd say probably Hutch. I think they've had a somewhat better year, including some signature wins over metro area teams. But um, but still, New Orleans has been respectable this year, also. So not not a free pass for Hutch either. I think you know when we talk about two double A the the uh, Eden Prairie Prior Lake you know flip flop of three and four how that affects the section I think somewhere in some cafe down in Southwest Minnesota they're <laughs> talking about how did Marshall get the three seed and Hutch got you know mm-hmm. Hutch had a better yeah. resume than Marshall yeah they did they really Definitely. do and I think that Hutch you talked about it before the show Danny. Hutch is a legit shot of knocking out Laverne and going all the way to state in this section. Yeah, three <laughs> A normally sees some crazy things happen in it, and I really think the Hutch Hutch is a team that you don't want to play. They've tied a couple teams, but on the flip side of that bracket, I really like Litchfield actually oh, yeah. to come out of this I do um, I section, do. Um, and they should be able to beat Marshall um, and make it to state. Yep, or not state. I mean the championship make it game. The final. Down yeah. Yeah. Davis, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let's move on to that four a, um, looks like Monomedi is the one seed. They will play the winner of the playing game of St. Paul Highland Park versus St. Paul Academy. Which is a good game. That should be interesting. That should be a pretty good game. It's played at Aldrich, mm-hmm. which is kind of weird. Um, they will play, the winner of that will play the five seed Northfield or St. Paul Johnson, which got the four seed. Another decent game, Tony. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Minnehaha gets the sixth seed. We'll play Red Wing as the 11th seed. Minnehaha should roll in that game. Red Wing's not having a great year. Mm-hmm. Um, Simley gets the three seed, who's having an unreal year this year. Um, Totino gets the seventh seed, plays Henry Sibley the 10th seed. Um, and the winner of that will play South St. Paul the two seed. Um, let's start up on the northern side of the bracket. I see Matamidi closing whoever they play in this. St. Paul Academy, Matamidi was good last year, not necessarily this year. But I like Northfield over St. Paul Johnson. Carl, what do you think on that one? Uh, I think the Governors had a very solid year, so I'll stick with them here. But uh, this is another game where you could easily go either way. Tony? I don't think either of those teams can hold a candle to Matamidi. I don't think so um, either. I see Matamidi um, reaching the finals, but the other side of the, the bracket, the bottom is bottom total toss-up. Because Totino playing South St. Paul is kind of a toss-up game, you think, at least. I will get to that later. Yep, yeah. and um, Simley is a team that's hard to read as well, and they play South St. Paul a couple of times, and, and I think Simley has a pretty dang good record in Metro East right yeah. now. So um, that one should be interesting, to say the least. Yeah, I'm, I'll get to it in my pick. I, I, we, we get to pick one upset. That's my 
might upset that. I think I think Totino Grace could go all the way to the finals and play Monomita. I think um, I'm picking Simley. I think Simley has a good year. They're going to win that bottom half? I think they win the bottom half. I don't uh, doubt that. Okay. Um, 5A, we have Monticello, uh, not Mammal, so we can't even say Mammal no. this year. <laughs> the Monticello's the Mammal is dead. The Mammal got shot. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Mammal, uh, Monticello will play the winner of Northern Lakes and Becker Big Lake, um, somebody else I want to say is in that co-op. And then they will play the winner of Chicago and Princeton, as Chicago is the five seed and Princeton is the four seed. The bottom half of the bracket is Pine City as the three seed, Sock Rapids. as uh, They will play the winner of Sock Rapids, the six seed, and Moose Lake, the 11 seed. Sock doesn't win this game. It's the greatest upset in Minnesota State it would be. history. It would be. <laughs> we <laughs> about a little Moose bit. Moose Lake's the 11 seed. <laughs> They have ten skaters. <laughs> I feel like a, a junior gold team needs to play Moose Lake. For no, that wouldn't game. be nice. That wouldn't be nice. But I think this section, I'll just speak really candidly, I think it's a three-team race between North Branch, Pine City, and Monticello. I um, think Chicago can make damage in them. They could beat Princeton. Yeah. It's not going to be mine. Yeah, but they gave uh, Monticello like a one-goal game, I want to say. It's it's for Monticello to lose. I agree, but I like I think North Branch is coming out of this. North Branch, okay, on that side, they'll play the winner of Mora versus Legacy Christian. They should probably play Mora Malacca. Then I just like North Branch right now. What's it with this five A? I mean, this this high seed stuff semifinals. I mean, why don't they play? It's better for the section to have them play like in Monticello or to play. Somewhere where they can actually, or Elk River, have their semis at Elk yeah. River. Yeah, that'd awesome. be a good place to have it. It's yeah, it's just better for the game to have them in the same building, I think. In a neutral site, neutral in the, site. the same awesome. day. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. Now, I don't agree that it's Elk River because the lobby is, you know, the size of your cell phone. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't picture that. <laughs> but um, I could fit more people on that cell phone than. Than you can in the Elk River line. You can fit more people in your office. Yes, <laughs> my office is bigger <laughs> than the lobby. Small office. <laughs> it's not. We're not breaking not about large. anything here. <laughs> Most CEOs' offices are yeah. bigger than. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, yes. So, anyways, you think Monticello's to lose in 5A? Yeah, but I really like that Pine City North Branch game. I mean, that those teams juicy. don't like each other. They've had good games this year. That could be a good game. Carl. But too bad it's played on separate sites. So it's we want to cover. We have someone slated to cover one of the games up there. Mm-hmm. But I can't cover both of them. Yeah, I wish I yep. could, but I can't. And they're both at 7 o'clock. Yes, too, I know. The semis. Carl, um, who do you like in this one? This one's a weird one, I think. Yeah, it's, it's tough. I mean, Monticello, you know, they're, they're, they're the established power here now. They've played in for second place in state. But, again, this is a very different-looking team now. Uh, North Branch has the best player in the section. I think Pine City has the best line of these teams. So yeah. a lot of interesting little pieces that, that they all have going for them. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, 6A. 6A is probably the toughest section in Class A. Um, or two. One of the two. Or, or two. It, mm-hmm. It's a toss-up. Or seven. There. Or seven. But 6A is the <laughs> horse of peace as well. Um, St. Cloud Cathedral will play um, Wadena Deer Creek. And they will play the winner of the River 
see Little Falls winning that mm-hmm. game. Um, That's a Tuesday game. That is a Tuesday yep. game. Um, they The flip side of the bra- bracket, um, Alex plays Fergus Falls, which should be probably one of the best Tuesday games. Yeah. Um, and Sartell plays the Prairie, Prairie Center. Then I see Alex playing Sartell on the bottom side of the bra- yeah. bracket. Yeah. Who wins <laughs> that game? <sighs> oh, I can't make any friends. I have so many good buddies in both of these towns. I, I just I don't, I don't want to abstain. I think, I think it goes either way. I think Alex is the has a better first line, and I think Sartell is deeper. I think Sartell is deeper. I think Alex has the best player in um, players. I mean, they yeah, got, they're loaded up top, but I don't know how deep they are this uh, year. Next year, they're they're the best team in the section. They're better than St. Cloud Cathedral next year. I think so. Yeah. Um, Carl, who who do you have coming out of that one? Out of the section, I still go say Cathedral. As for that two three game with Alexandria Sartell, that's tough. Um, yes, I think I lean towards Alexandria because I think they've been. They really put it together down the stretch here after struggling out of the gate some. I think they have some momentum, but again, as with so many of these games, who knows? Something tells me I'm leaning towards Sartell in that one to play Cathedral in the section final. This may be a game I'll be at. Because of the French fries, and it's at the match. It's not the French fries. It's (laughs) the burger. It's definitely about the French fries. All of the above. I just, there's something about. Um, this section, it's just they're so blue collar, they're so hardworking. They're I just love it. It's great hockey. Yeah. And they're so part of it is this part of the state just gets no love, period. The middle part of the state. It's just not. I mean it's like Rozo, Duluthies, Grand Rapids. I mean, these are the same types of people here, you know, and they work hard, they get great hockey. I just they get no face. love. What? Cathedral's <laughs> jerseys are awesome. <laughs> I love their jerseys. Um, I would take an Otters jersey, a Fergus Falls one. Ooh, yeah. That's really bad. Those are really bad. It's an otter. Even the, I mean, you know the Otters? The Otters in Minnesota is the equivalent to Minnesota hockey, what the Gophers are to the rest of the country. People, you say, oh, you went to Minnesota? Like, if you're, like from Alabama. Oh, the Golden Gophers, it's so cute. You know, I throw that. Otters, it's so cute. I throw that to Fergus people if I mean, oh, you're an otter? Yes, I know. <laughs> yep, yep, That's yep. how I felt when I would travel all over the country. Like, oh, you're a gopher. That's such a cute little name. I'm like, it's golden. <laughs> yeah. That's <I> <laughs> suspicious teeth. Oh. Yeah. All right, move on to seven. Okay, Hermantown will play the winner of North Shore versus Proctor. Um, I'm going for the rails on this just because we saw them play this year. Uh, you like saying the name. Yes, the rails. And they they had like a train horn. They had a train horn. Oh, God, it was cool. Um, But they should be all – Hermantown should roll in their quarterfinal matchup. Uh, roll rails. Full uh, prediction. Uh, got it. Thank you. Uh, Unintended. Um, they will play the winner of International Falls versus Duluth Denfield. International Falls did win this matchup earlier in the season, um, and they are the five seed. Denfield is the four seed. On the bottom side of the bracket, Virginia plays Eveleth at Myers Memorial. Virginia is the three seed. Eveleth is the six seed, and probably the most sold out quarterfinal game in the state. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Anybody knows they border each other. They're literally that they're they're. This is one of the thickest rivalries in the state. They literally they're three minutes away. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And um, 
then on the next game, Hibbing is, Chisholm is the seventh seed. They play Evely and most likely win that. I think Hibbing got a terrible seed in this, and they will play. <laughs> <laughs> now, they only have six wins, I, but they have I quality wins. They, they should be the five seed. They really should. They're better they tied both Benfeld and their National Falls. I'm aware of that. Yeah, you've seen them play, Tony. Yes, I know. <laughs> and they weren't playing well, but I know they're better than they're better than Denfeld and Falls. I I think Greenway should be able to win that game um, versus another Hibbing. great rivalry game. <laughs> yes, it is actually. Yeah, um, and so the semifinals are on Friday night, not on Saturday. And you're going. I'm Just going. Remind us all. I'm going. You're going to be watching squirts. So I don't, will be. <laughs> don't worry though. about that. Um, so I will be up there, and I hope I get to see some purple jerseys um, for International Falls. That would be cool. But the Virginia Greenway game, whew, this is going to be good. Yeah. I think I, I'm going to pick Virginia for my heart, but I think um, Greenway wins the game. I'm not arguing with you on that one. Carl, yeah, I, I'm picking Greenway too. I think they're deeper, more balanced, and they, they won the. They were in the section final last year too, so they have some experience winning at Amsoil. I might. I'm going to lean towards Virginia just because I think they have the better goalie, Cam Crybeck. Very good, and he's just he cuts down on angles well. He's his size is very good. quiet. Yeah, and that doesn't you know not, doesn't get out of position very often. No, no, and they no have height the, is pretty solid for Greenway too. That, no, that's I don't true. That. That's true. And, and Carl, you've seen Greenway play a number of times. Several times, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. But this should be a good game. I'm looking forward to this one. Um, moving over to 8A, Warroad gets the number one seed, and Warroad is like a 13-win team. This this section has like some terrible records in it. Good teams, but terrible records. I feel badly for the coaches. They all sit around the if they if they had a meeting, if they sat around the room, they'd be all looking at each other. You want number one? I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> you beat me. Yeah, we beat. I beat you. You beat. I beat you. You know, it was just that would have been an ugly meeting. Yeah, there are all, uh, all these teams that are capable of beating some very good teams when they're on their games, but also seem to be capable of losing to almost anyone. That's true for all the top teams here. Yes. Uh, so Warro will play the winner of Park Rapids River Lake Falls, and they will play the winner of Lake of the Woods. Thief, who gets the five seed, and Thief River Falls, who gets the four seed. Lake of the Woods, if you haven't looked at their stats, they're putting up a lot of goals right now. And so, now, their competition level is low, but I could see them sneaking in a couple of goals and winning like three to one over Thief type of thing. Tony, you're shaking your head. You don't think that's possible? Mm-hmm. I think it's a two-horse two race. Okay. I really do. I don't see Crookston or Thief. Being able to compete with Warroad or East Grand on the, on Saturday. Crookston, who beat Warroad? Yeah, Crookston's not going to be. <laughs> okay, so let's go to the bottom side of the. He's front. not going to be Warroad. Okay, let's go to the bottom side in of the Warroad. Okay, I cannot even <laughs> keep talking. For yeah, you keep seconds. talking. So Crookston will play Detroit Lakes. East uh, Crookston is the three seed. Detroit Lakes is the six seed. The seventh seed is Kitson Central. They will play Bagley Foston. Um, and the two seed is East Grand. We more than likely will see a Pirates versus Green Wave. The Wave, you think, will drown the Pirates. Mm-hmm. And 
Wow. That's a good one. Wow. Got it in. Wow. (laughs) Talk about two bad nicknames. Think about that. The Pirates? They have nothing to do with Northwestern Minnesota. No, no, the Greenway does. Their town floods all the time. Oh, yeah, so we just have a... Healthy. Yeah, Yeah. I get it. Not really. That's not good. And then the Pirates? Brookston? I mean, like, come on. It's a great logo. Come on. I don't. I'm not disagreeing. The logos and the names, but they have no bearing on their schools or. East Grand's just got to step up their jersey game because East Grand jerseys are atrocious. Their youth jerseys, their Bantam jerseys, are lights out. <laughs> their varsity the jerseys the... are like off-centered, like they're pieces awful. of. They're awful. They could be so good. Oh yeah, Christmas trees. Yeah. Uh, but Warro playing East Grand is probably the more likely matchup here. Could see some upsets. Because these teams all know each other well. Who's paying who mm-hmm. here? How is the Gardens the host? It's it circles okay, every good. three thank years. You. It goes from um, okay, it goes from you. Thief River Falls, okay. East Grand, um, to the Gardens. Okay? okay, the Gardens year. It's not. Now it's like the fix is in. We talked about that. Like a couple <laughs> I know shows you did. Ago. Know yeah. did. I'm old. I'm fifty. Okay, come on. Congratulations. Before Tony, <laughs> give me a break. <laughs> okay. Um, well. Talking about Class A, let's give a little shout-out to our Red-Black Player of the Week, Bailey Huber. Um, Class A player. Class A player from Montemite. I shut out Roseville with a 21-shot um, shutout. Bailey Huber is one. He also the, beat Cathedral the week before. Yeah, too. yeah. He's he's one of the best goaltenders in the state. If you get to see him this year at state, Bailey's a good player. Yeah. Very good you, player. You, before the broadcast, said that you thought Bailey would be a front-runner to win uh, Frank Brimzik next year. I think so. That's if they give Class A some love. Yeah, really. <laughs> but yeah, I think Bailey yep. is a front runner. He's one of the top junior goaltenders in the Agreed. state. So, Agreed. Uh, hats off to him. Um, Double A. N- I want to talk more upsets. Oh, oh upsets first. Sorry, sorry. Well, sorry. so I like these two. These are juicy. So, I I put Carl to work this week, Tony. Because well, after he went 0-5, he needed to do some more. He needs to, to regain, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. you know, some graces for us. I agree. You know, he doesn't bring cupcakes like I do to no. recording sessions. No. Um, so we need to, you know, have Carl prove his worth. So yeah. I think slave, that – Slaving away up here in the north. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I said, why don't you come up with some fun statistics for upsets? Because everybody wants the upset, Right. We want to know how frequent does the upsets actually happen. Well, Carl has some good statistics for us. Can we call it like Carl's Corner? Sure. Okay, Carl's Corner. With Carl, a K. you want to take it away? Sure. Okay, so first off, I think we should, you know, make a distinction. Okay, Carl's there, there. Corner is over. <laughs> Carl's okay. Corner is Fine. done. That was, that was Fine. a lot of fun. I see how it is. Carl, Carl we're going to hang up with you Anytime. right now and call Luke Lohai back. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> all right, Carl, just kidding. That would be funny. Ah, all right. Anyway, <laughs> so as I was saying, um, you know, there are upsets and then there are upsets. You know, for example, last year when Grand Rapids beat Duluth East in the second final, yeah, they were the four seed being the two seed, but no one who knows anything about hockey thought that was really an upset. It was two really good teams going at it. Uh, but for, for the purposes of this little exercise here, any time a lower seed beats a high seed, that's an upset. So, Again, realizing that not all these really are that extreme, but, you know, you, you have to find some way to make distinctions when you run the numbers. So in the past 10 years, um, 
there have been uh, 240 upsets of lower seeds beating higher seeds. That cu comes up to something like an 18% eight, rate, 17-18% rate of upsets over the, over the course of the whole playoffs. And obviously a lot of those are going to be in four, five, two, three type games, you know, seeds that are close to each other. But every now and then we get some extreme ones too. So uh, are we going to get, think, get some outliers here? Can we start yeah. to guess? When, okay. Are you going to go through – can we guess the big outliers then over the last 10 years? Sure. Do you want me to tell me tell you how many of several of these there have been and see if you can guess them? Yeah, let's do that. You want to do that, Tony? Okay. I only know sure. one. So, go ahead. There have been nine upsets with a seven seed over a two seed over the past 10 years. Okay. And what about a one over – like the one over the eight is – or one over nine, nine over one. Only happened yeah, once, there, right? There, there have been two. There, there was an eight over one and a nine over one. And I swear that Armstrong, when they beat Eden Frey, was an eight one, but Danny says it was a seven to two. It was a seven two. Okay, so that's, that, that that's was in one. Twenty twelve. Yep. Yep. Okay, so we have one there. Um, the nine over one is the Saint Cloud Apollo over Little Falls. Yep, in twenty eleven. Over. Yep, the eight over one. Can we get a year on that, Carl? Wait, Apollo. 2009. Little Falls, 2013. Was it 2013 or 2012, Carl? I had 11 written down. I think it was 2013. I think it was 2013, anyway. Carl. It doesn't matter. Yeah, right. It doesn't matter. Okay, so 2009, we saw one over... An eight over a one. Eight over a one. Can you give us a section and just tell me you have four double A? No, I haven't even. I, four double A. Oh, four double A in two thousand nine. That's when White Bear lost to, um, White Bear lost to Roseville. No, no. White Bear lost to Johnston as a, as a two seed when uh, when Johnston was a seven in twenty twenty twelve, but that is not the eight eight one game. Oh, okay. uh, no, Hill Murray was the eighth seed. No. no, Hill Murray was the two Hill seed that got, year. Hill Murray fell off because they had a bunch of kids kicked off the team mid-season that year. And so it's a yeah. team that you would not expect snuck in and grabbed the one seed and then lost to an eight. Stillwater team that mm – -hmm. so we have Stillwater, Tartan. Tartan. Tartan got the, Tartan Tartan got the one seed. And who did they lose to, Carl? Johnson. Yeah. Horton losing to Johnson. Yeah, Johnson pulled two yeah. of these. So. J Jake Jackson, the Michigan Tech commit, was on that 2009 team, I want to say. That's why Tartan was good. Yeah. Like that. Um, okay, right. so the 7-2s. Seven, seven Give us some hints yeah. on some 7-2s. Um, well, one of the fascinating things is five of the nine happened in 2012. Uh, we've already hit two of those. The White Bear over or Johnson over, over White Bear and uh, Armstrong over Eden Prairie, but you've got a, another double A one and then two in single A. What's that? What section in double A? Three. This was not one I remembered at all. Okay, so three would have been Egan, Apple uh, Valley. Oh, Rosemount. Yep. Is, is no. it Apple Valley? No. Apple Valley lost it. Oh, to Creighton. Nope. No. Apple Valley lost it. It, it was uh, very much an upstart school at that point. Mm, Egan. Newly opened. Uh, Eastridge. 
Yep. Oh, weird. Upset. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about the Class A ones that year? What sections were they in? Uh, one. Um. Okay. So it wasn't Lords. It would have had him in a Mankato school. Nope. <sighs> Albert Lee. Yes, Albert Lee pulled the upset. They were the one that was, was the seven. They beat somebody. Did they beat Austin? No, they beat a team that is no longer in Section One. North Red Wing. No, no. <laughs> they went to say it a couple times a few years later. Section One. Uh, God, Carl's good at stomping us. <laughs> um. I said Red Wing. You didn't hear me say Red Wing? You didn't hear me yes, say Red Yes, I did. <laughs> they went they to state a couple times in the past few years. No longer in Section 1. Finished third one year. They they did what one year? They finished third. Third? Third? In state? <laughs> yeah. Are we talking New, New, New Prague? Playoffs? Is this high school hockey? Um, New Prague. New Prague. Oh. Right. Oh. Right. Okay. Yes, yes. Okay. What's the other okay. one? I think of them as two. And then the, the other yeah. one was Wilmer over Alexandria. Okay. We're yeah. We were, yeah. We would never got that one. Yeah. Okay. Then what there, are, there, are, there are four more. I'll just read them off here. Um, there are Apple Valley over Creighton in 2013. Yeah. Uh, Blake over Mound in 2013. Oh. Laverne over Redwood Valley in 2010. <laughs> That's not enough. Yep. yep. <laughs> and Rogers over Champlin Park in 2008. No. Yes, Champlin was a two I, seed. Yep. Champlin was a two seed at one point. The only mm-hmm. one of these games that caught my attention. The Eden Prairie one? The Eden Prairie one. Because it was like, right yeah. after they what? won state. What? To Armstrong Cooper. Yeah. A traditional I powerhouse. Think it was just Armstrong at the time. I think, it, yeah. Yeah, Armstrong. it was just Armstrong. Before we were on this one, I have one other fun feature. I also went up and tallied the number of upsets by team that teams have pulled since 2001, because that's how far back the Minhawk archives go. Um, so which team do you think has pulled the most upsets, according to Seed, since 2001? There's one team that has pulled eight. I know this because I remember looking at the spreadsheet. I'm going to yeah. Paul Johnson. No. <laughs> Actually, not a bad guess, but no. No. It it is a team are they, in the East Metro. Are they in are they in three double A, Carl? Not anymore. I thought it was I thought it was Burnsville. No. Breton. No. Oh. What section it's are not, they it's in not currently? Deep. They're now in four. Tartan? No. Woodbury. Yes. Woodbury has pulled eight upsets. And so a bunch of those are probably in play-in games, like the past two years. <laughs> but <laughs> they've got eight. And, they, and some of those were – they had a run of good teams in the you know, mid-2000s where they made state a couple times. And so uh, then there are three teams that have pulled seven. Um, okay, what are one of them is a team that we're probably going to be talking about shortly here, Rochester Century. It's done a number of times down in Section 1. Uh, Eastview with the potential to possibly pull an upset in sessions this year. And then Cloquet, another team that, you know, there's probably one that would have come to mind for a number of people. And, you know, the thing about this list is to pull a lot of upsets, you have to build a middle, middle to lower seed a lot 
So teams like um, Moorhead and Edina, they'll only have one upset because they're almost never a lower seed. But uh, going down the list after that, you got Apple Valley and Minnetonka both have six. All of Minnetonka's came back in the mid-2000s, though. Um, Lakeville and Lakeville North have a bunch. Eden Prairie, White Bear actually has five. They've been upset a number of times, too, but they're there. Roseau, uh, Maple Grove, Wysetta, Grand Rapids, Stillwater. And after that, it starts evening out a bit more. But those are the teams that have pulled the most upsets, according to seed, over the past, uh, this century. Yeah. I think it's interesting that 18% chance an upset could happen. Mm-hmm. I like that. 18%. My jaw's still yep. on the ground that you figured that out somehow, Carl. <laughs> That's pretty uh, Thank Lee's archives on Minhawk for that. He, he does add up have, have the seeds records, top seeds records for every season. So I just need to take the numbers yeah. and add them. Yeah. All right, so what's the biggest upset you've ever seen with your own two eyes? Carl? Well, for me, uh, you know, almost all the sections I've been watching is 7AA over the years, so or, and 7A, which doesn't lend itself to many upsets. So um, I think the biggest one I've actually seen in person, it was Cloquet over Duluth East in 2008, my senior year. Um, so the, the David Brown game, David Sorry, Brown, right? the, the Cloquet defenseman, scored four goals including one with 11.9 seconds left to send Cloquet through the second final. (laughs) Yeah, no, definitely not bitter. No, no, not at all. (laughs) Yeah, but and Uh, this was the year that Cloquet was down. You know, they had really had some great teams a couple years previously and didn't go to state, but then had lost a big graduating class over 2007. Seemed like this would be easier to finally roll through, and then there come the Jacks, which stayed as the four seed. So... Before Danny and I give ours, this is more on topic to today's uh, playoffs, this year's playoffs. Could you possibly envision in your brain Grand Rapids uh, walking out with a win, an 8-1 win this week? (laughs) It's more possible than your normal 8-1. Having seen the the regular season game between these two, uh, it's it's a long shot. Grand Rapids played well. I mean, if you want to call it playing well, it was a definitely boring game, but they did what they needed to do to keep the score down. Holland had a ridiculous game, and they still lost 3-1, to one, and it really only had one scoring chance toward the end. So, long shot, but I won't write it off completely either. What would you What would you do if they won? Would this be the worst um, loss as a Duluthies fan in your history? Oh, easily. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think Not so even too. close. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it would hurt. I mean, losing a state is one hurt. thing, but I mean, like those South State is one thing, but this is <laughs> be a completely different level. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, I figure since we're on the topic, I just threw it out there. That's yeah, no, it's a good question. It's a fair Danny, question. Yeah. Danny, uh, what, what's the biggest one you've ever seen? You know, talking about one that hurt the most, when Nick Wolf's Egan team beat St. Thomas and Tommy Novak when he was a junior. And Tommy hitting like the crossbar with in the third period. That's that one hurt. That's weird. I wasn't there, but that one felt really good. I don't know why. Uh, that's <laughs> rude. <laughs> I wish Southwest had a program right about now. <laughs> they're, they're coming back. Trust me. Southwest is coming back. Um, biggest upset I've ever seen. I I was at the last game at the Coliseum where Stillwater's first birth to state, and they beat Hill Murray. And up until then, it was only one time in the last, like, 29 years 
that either Hill or White Bear had gone to state out of that section. And it was just it, one of those things. I remember going, uh, like, walking out and seeing some Hill Murray people, like, and they were just in shock. And I go, well, you just witnessed history, just not only for the simple fact that you just watched the Coliseum come down, but you just saw a team beat Hill Murray to go to state. And that was a decent Hill Murray team, not a great one. They yeah. had Mitch Slattery. I think there was a French on the team. You know, it, it was a decent squad. O'Regan uh, too. <laughs> O'Shaughnessy or uh, <laughs> something like I that. I have to say. <laughs> Some Irish but, thing. But um, yeah. it, it wasn't necessarily a Hill team that was going to make damage, but it was one that, you know, should have won. Yeah. Um, all Stillwater had as far as D1 commits at that time was Mitch Ranke, so, um and they got blown out by that in the first round. Um, badly. Badly. It, I don't know. That one just had a, it had a different feeling because the first game that night, Blaine lost in an upset to Centennial, and Blaine's team that year, it was Tuffy's sophomore year, I want to say, and they were just loaded with um, – Dallas uh, or Grads or something. And they, yes. Tyler uh, Tyler Klein was on that team. They they had really good players as well, and so it was like upset special both times. And really, that was that was a fun night in that sense because last night at the Coliseum, and you got to see one of the greatest upsets in yeah, was good. hockey history. So that's your biggest, right? So yeah. I have three upsets. <laughs> All of them are related to Bloomington Jefferson. <laughs> Big surprise. Okay. Uh, uh, let's see, two, 1980 Southwest was favored to beat Jefferson at the Met Center and were leading until a referee uh, got hit in the head with a puck. And after the puck, I think <laughs> Jefferson poured in like five goals after that and beat Southwest, <laughs> trying for days. Tom Kerbers was on the Jefferson team, right? Uh, yes. Um, 1981, yes. Yes. Um, 1983, Minneapolis-Washburn, a school I hate probably more than Jefferson. The Millers. Beats <laughs> beats Jefferson at big, eight versus one. Okay, <laughs> That was the craziest game I've ever seen in my life. Dave, They had two guys, UMD commits, on their team, and they one had four goals and one had a shutout. It was a great win. For uh, Washburn? Dale Peterson for Washburn. Wait, wait, so Washburn, an eight seed, had two D1 commits. Yeah. Okay, I just wanted to wrap my single, head. That's single-class hockey back then. I mean, yeah. there there was five or six good teams in every section just because there well, was – Well, apparently eight teams. Yeah, well, Washington <laughs> wasn't good that year. It was, that was a really good year in the city conference. There was three or four good teams that year. Um, and Roosevelt made it to the semis. There was, there was a good league. Um, and then the final one was 2005. Jefferson was, I believe, either number one or number two in the state. And Minnetonka wasn't even close to the top 20. And they upset the Jags over at uh, Mariucci. So there's the three biggest upsets that I. They would have been number two in the state yeah. because Holy Angels was the number yep. one team. I want to say that year, right? Uh, 2005. No, no that was 2006. 2006. 2006. Because Minnetonka pulled two upsets in 2006, as the spreadsheet tells me. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So there's mine. Yeah. Upsets are fun. I like upsets. Okay. Let's get to some class two A. Stuff. Okay, Lakeville North, the number one seed, plays the winner of Hastings, Dodge County. North should roll. They'll play what? Can we just fast forward to the final? Okay. Uh, <laughs> North's 
going to be in the final. They will play the winner of Farmington Owatonna. They will win that game no matter who comes out of it. I will say that right now. Lakeville South plays Mayo. South should Keep win going. that game. Keep going. Century's the Keep two. Keep going. Century's the two seed. They play John Doesn't Marshall. Matter. Lakeville South, Lakeville North, a championship game. I'll buy you a beer. If you see me and say, I told you Century was going to win, I will buy you a beer. <laughs> if Century beats South, South yes. or Mayo, or Ma- <laughs> any <laughs> Rochester school in the championship game, excluding Lords, will no, nope, even though they won't make it. Yeah, any Rochester team makes it to a championship game, come find me. I'll be wearing a blue coat more than likely, no. and I will make that happen. It's like a hole in one. Yeah, I'll, I'll buy mm-hmm. the entire course. Yeah, <laughs> it just it will not happen. So, South versus North. Saw that game this weekend. I like North right now a lot. Um, South needs to find some scoring to get by North. Let's just put it that way. Um, We'll talk about that game next week. Before we skip to 2AA, which is one of the two best or three best. Yes. (laughs) If you go back, rewind to our preview show, I believe we called it. We said we're back to the good old days of Section 1. I believe that was mm-hmm. one of us said that. Carl. Yep. I think that was me. Yep. Where, yeah, where it's a 500 team, not a bad team, but they're 500 and unseated. Unseated. Yep. Good old no days. <laughs> Good old days. <laughs> On a two dollar. Love it. Love it. <laughs> uh, okay, Minnetonka plays Shakopee. Minnetonka should win this in running times mm. times two. They will play the juiciest. One of them, uh, Eden Prairie plays Chaska at Eden Prairie on Thursday. Okay, let's hold off and talk about that in a little bit. Prior Lake plays New Prague, another juicy game. Sneaky. Sneaky, juicy game. Sneaky. And Holy Family plays Chan. Here's why that one's juicy. Home ice for both is at the same place. That yeah. game should be pretty packed. But there's Holy a lot of that this year. Say that again, Carl. I didn't catch it. It seems like there are a lot of games where people of teams sharing rinks or sharing youth associations got an Osceola Maple Grove game. There are a whole bunch of matchups like that where it's good rivalries in, in the it's like early rounds. Football bowl. It's like college football bowl season, right, Carl? Where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, well, they're a traditional rival, so they'll play together. You know, type yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Eden Prairie Chaska. We, this is one of our pickums, or not one of our pickums? I don't think it's one of no, our pickums. No, it's not. It's great game. It's not. Uh, Chaska has more D1 commits. <laughs> <laughs> that they do. Chaska has more D1 commits than like 99% of the state. I know. This one could be really interesting. If, if Seriously, <sighs> do the math on it. I think after Edina. I know. I did the math. It's literally only like. No. The, they have four. Yeah. Edina has six. I thought they had seven. They have six. Um, not, Thomas has what? Three? Or four. St. Thomas has four? Three. 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 Only three. Three. Yep. No. Yeah. I think there's one team. Yeah. Edina. Edina. So that's that's what makes Chaska interesting. They are a five seed, though, and a five seed for a reason. Um, so... But Eden Prairie's a 10-win team, and it's just uh, – that one's just – you don't know who's going to win that one. And so they'll play Tonka. Give Tonka probably a period of a game, but we mm-hmm. see Tonka going to the championship game. And the, by the way, from a seeding perspective, I think they got the short end of the stick on this deal. Yeah. Ooh, Tonka? Tonka. 
Yeah. They got to play Eden Prairie or Chaska. Oh, okay. Versus Holy Family's got to beat Prior Lake or Newbridge. Just blame Eden Prairie for that one because they lose to Prior Lake in season. It's their fault. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so that's why. Um, you have then Prior Lake and Holy Family in the semifinal game. I don't see how the Holy Family loses this game, but crazy things can happen. Okay, and crazier things can happen at the noon game on Saturday at Braemar. What year hasn't something crazy happened in the last like eight years I, that, that game. it's the that's the trap that's the game. only reason this game could be good it's it's the trappist of the trap games because just the time is weird edina won state but nearly lost jefferson. to jefferson um yep. casey had a skate down will garen and a goal disallowed to um uh, holy family to and then make last it last year it was they were definitely close. <laughs> it was really bad. Like, Whoa, we were almost not making it to state in that yeah. game. It, it's a packed house every time. This is one of the best games of the year. Um, and that's the only reason I think this game is going to be interesting because it's at noon on Saturday at Raymar. And prior, like, <laughs> hats off to them. They have had recent success in, in sections. And so um, no. not finishing, but they've had semifinal success. Right, Carl? Yeah, yeah, like you said, good run last year, and they made it to the section final year before that. Yeah, they they have decent success in sections. Yep. Yep. Okay, so Holy Family Minnetonka is what we see in the championship game here. Uh, wouldn't be surprised. No, not at all. Flip side of the racket. Let's go down to three double A. St. Thomas Academy plays Parker Eastridge. They should roll running time in that quarterfinal matchup. Egan plays Burnsville. Oh, I could see Egan winning this. You know, you don't. You, why not? I just think Burnsville's better. Burnsville's playing better. Egan has not had the, their last 10. If you're looking yeah, at the NCAA basketball, it's not good. <laughs> their first one out. Straight down the lose run. <laughs> they are not on a good run right now. Just saying. They're like that bobsled team that you just mentioned, Carl. They yeah. control the sled. They've, they're they're a uh, young team, and I think they've hit the wall. Okay. That's my take on all guys. Okay. On the bottom side of the bracket, Rosemont's the three seed. They play Apple Valley the sixth. Bloomington Jefferson is the seventh seed. They play Eastview the two seed. Rosemont, I see beating Apple Valley, mm-hmm. but Jefferson, we'll talk about uh, later in um, Pick'em. Well, I'll, I, I'll give a little heads up. That's going to be my Pick'em. Uh, my upset that we have to do our, our later in the show we'll do upset each level. I picked Jefferson to beat. Okay, I've I've seen Jefferson play three times this year. You've seen Jefferson play twenty three times. <laughs> <laughs> Why does Jefferson upset that? I just think they're playing pretty well right now. Uh, these two associations, at all the way through from squirts all the way through, it's always been close. It was an overtime game this year. Jefferson's knocked out Eastview the last two years. Besides all of that, Eastview's 21-4, and four, and they're playing great, and I think they could go to state this year. But it's one of those first-round games where you, you know, they it. start to suffocate. You know, the game's one-to-one. They start breathing heavily in that paper bag, and weird things happen. <laughs> well, gets in the cockpit. <laughs> it gets to get over quick for them. And they Jefferson beat Eastview last year in the first round at their home rink. I could see it happening again. Yeah, and I see St. Thomas Academy in the championship game. I think Eastview um, wins the semifinal game if they're in it. 
I think Jefferson wins the semifinal game if they're in it, actually. I think the <laughs> only team in this section that can beat St. Thomas Academy is ECU. Correct. Definitely, yep. They're senior heavy. They win this year. You know, there's a lot of things that they have going for them. But talking to a South Suburban coach today, he says that's a, who's played a really, really tough schedule. He said ECU's got the best power play of any team we've seen in the state. Saying that, <laughs> the one St. Thomas Academy was rocking like 40% in that section, too. Right. Right. So, it, it, interesting section. I mean, it, if you want to see an upset, possibly, of one of the top four, this has that written all over in the section semi or final game. I mean. Yep, I agree. Um, okay, 4A, we won't spend that much time on because they don't play on Saturday, as in semifinal Saturday. They, they make it quarterfinal Saturday for yeah. some reason. Lame. Super lame. Lame. Okay, but we can talk about their um, quarterfinals. Um, Rose, uh, White Bear Lakes gets the one seed. No surprise there. Roseville and Woodbury have the play-in game. <laughs> Roseville gets the eighth seed. That's a little surprising. Um, so Roseville, yeah, Woodbury could pull another upset. Woodbury <laughs> could pull another upset for Carl. <laughs> um, White Bear will play the winner of the Mound Tartan game. Um, I Mounds View. Mounds View, sorry. Yeah. Mounds View. Uh, I see Tartan winning this game. I thought we remember we back in single-class hockey for a second. <laughs> yeah, sorry, my bad. <laughs> they won't even be in that section. Though, I know. <laughs> um, on the bottom side of the bracket, Stillwater plays the North St. Paul in an interesting game. I think North St. Paul has a shot in this, actually. Um, yeah. and Still, then Stillwater's I, been all over the map lately. Yeah, they had a great week I, two weeks ago tying Creighton, and then last, this past week they lost to East Ridge. So, who knows? Well, and I saw them play St. Thomas on last Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. It, it, they were wearing those hockey day free jerseys uh, and socks. It. No, love they're it. just disgusting. It's too many ponies. Their PBAA team's got the Reds rocking the red tweezers. <laughs> too many ponies. Solid. Too wow. many ponies. Oh, those, those are awful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's I'm talking the, about just all Reds. No, but they were wearing the exact same yeah. thing. It's like get rid of them, burn them, burn them behind the ring, have a party. There were <laughs> there were at least seventy three horseshoes on that ensemble. Oh yeah, it's really <laughs> ugly, and you're not lucky when you're wearing it. Okay? Yeah, still didn't bring any luck. <laughs> yeah, that is like, terrible. It's like the golfers that try too hard, you know, yeah. in like the member guest tournament, and they yeah. like color coordinate and yeah. like checkered. Oh, yeah, terrible. No, not good. Anyways. Um, Irondale is the seventh seed. They play Hill Murray. The two I had seed. Irondale way higher. I guess I yeah. That's surprise. There are seven. Yeah, that is a little bit of a surprise. And talk about a team that's surging right now. Hill Murray just beat Moorhead three rip. I was it's hoping that would make today's discussion somehow. Yes. And did you see my hot Here hand? They come. Yep. Eleven points, eight games, and all of a sudden Hill Murray is a fashionable pick. I, who, we had who our, remember this? we did our percentage last year. Can you year? tell oh, me Nick who, Pierre? Okay, Nick Pierre, eighth grader from Cottage Grove. Yes, yes. He is literally. Is it possible an eighth grader could turn a section? Well, it's possible that a ninth grader is going to turn the section too. With Gallatin? Yes. Yeah. Yep. They're two best players in the section. Uh, no, Helgeson. Tussie. Helgeson. Overly. Overly. I saw USHL scouts this weekend up in Blaine. He said for you. he's watched all of these teams, and he thought that Pierre was the best guy on the team. No, better, you, I go better than Helgeson. He goes better than Helgeson. He makes more happen. Okay, can you give a little bit about 
pure because I have not seen him play yet. Carl hasn't seen him play. Most of our listeners probably haven't seen him. He's a rocket, right? He skates small, fast. big. Oh, he's five eight right now. He grows taller than that. He's a 2004 birth year. When he goes out and plays another at, at that age level all over North America, he's the kid who will have like 23 goals in okay. a weekend. <laughs> So I'm not surprised that he's done pretty well. I'm only surprised that he didn't make the varsity, uh, you know, to start the season. Is he like Joey Anderson reincarnate? Yeah, he's a little bit Joey Anderson. I, okay. I, I could see that. I, I don't yeah. want to put that kind of pressure on the kid because he's only in eighth grade. You know, it's just that's like, oh, yeah, you're going to be on the Bulldogs and you're going to be this. Well, like Joey was an eighth grader and so was Mikey when they yeah, played. So that's why I, I would say this, and I'm, I don't want to make too much of a discussion. Nick Pierre is a true eighth grader. Mikey Anderson was not a true eighth grader. <laughs> Both he and Mike, Mikey and Joey, Joey were moved back a year. They were like uh, June, May, June birthdays. Yeah. Nick Pierre is a early 2004 kid. He's a straight eighth grader, and he's as good as it comes. Really good. Well, and hats off to him. He's making Hill relevant right now when midseason they work. Yeah. And so, good addition to them. Um, we'll talk more about 4A next week when, they when make, there's something going on. Yeah, when they're relevant again. Right. Um, okay, 5AA. This one's kind of a weird one. So, you have Centennial as the one seed, Coon Rapids as the eighth seed. Centennial's going to win in running time. They will play the winner of Champlin, the four seed, Anoka, the five seed, Carousel. Crazy. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. Blaine plays Spring Lake Park. Blaine is the three seed. Spring Lake Park is the six seed. Both teams don't like each other. And play at the same rink. Yep. There you go. <laughs> Which is. <laughs> but they're playing in Coon Rapids. It's a weird scenario there. Um, and then Maple Grove plays Osseo. Both teams. Familiarity, very. So, <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of a weird scenario there. Very weird. Um, Centennial wins against Coon Rapids. Who wins the Champlin Anoka game, Tony? Doesn't matter. Okay, Carl. <laughs> do you think it matters? No. <laughs> I'm sorry to be so cavalier, but it doesn't matter. It's going to come down to Maple Grove and Centennial. I don't think Blaine could even give Maple Grove a run. I the question Shouldn't that they I have them? about. Yeah, yeah. I, they did, Carl. Yeah. But here's the thing. Maple Grove's got to score some goals yeah. for me to actually, like, ride on that train, and I can't do that. Yeah. Blaine gave you know, White Bear a good fight this week. And they were up 3 nothing yeah, at White Bear. Yeah. Early. It took White Bear in the last, like, two minutes to score three goals to beat them 6-4. to four. I mm-hmm. like Blaine, actually, right now. They gave Holy Family a one-goal game. They tied East. They gave Andover a one-goal game. They're better than their record shows. Yeah, like... And I'll tell you what, Centennial does not want to play Blaine. That's nope. The they probably don't want to play. And yeah, but I think Hyder does something weird. You don't want to play Hyder either. Right. I still think Centennial walks with it. Carl, what do you think? I mean, on paper, yeah, but something crazy always happens in fight of 5AA. So I would not be shocked to see it up in, in the final. I don't think it'll happen in the semis, but we can talk about that next week. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call an upset not pick them up that I think Champlin makes an upset over Centennial. It played like two Saturdays ago and I think it was like five. I don't care. Champlin's done it before. Okay. So. Okay. Moving on to 6A. Edina plays double A. 6 double A, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Edina plays double A. It's been a long show. <laughs> yeah. 
Robinsdale Cooper uh, versus Hopkins. Robinsdale Cooper is the eighth seed. Hopkins is the ninth seed. Um, you know United is going to win this when they beat Hopkins 20 nothing earlier in the year. So they will play the winner of St. Louis Park Benilde, which is another home ice you know, rivalry mm-hmm. game. Um, now, Benilde won this game for Rip a couple of days ago, literally last week. And so possibly seeing Benilde out of this. But St. Louis Park is a very good team and just as deep. Um, Wyzetta plays Blake in the 3-6. Wyzetta is the 3. Blake is the 6. Um, Holy Which is crazy because Blake beat Wyzetta. Uh, again, <laughs> yes. It, so I could make an argument that Blake should be the 5 seed, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Um, uh, they have yeah. better wins than St. Louis Park. Yes, I'm aware. It's just it's stupid. <laughs> and then um, yeah. uh, Holy Angels plays Creighton. To which Holy Angels should roll in that game. Um, let's go. To the uh, uh, you mean should roll? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa, whoa. Did you just take us back 15 right. years in the past? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Are we going to time machine all of a sudden? <laughs> yeah. I saw some Rileys and Polacheks, and I really went there. Um, no, Creighton should roll. Sorry, my bad. Um, okay, so Edina plays who? St. Louis Parker Brunel. Carl. Oh. Benilde. Benilde's been out of roll. Benilde. I, I agree. Um, why is that a... Tell you what, Benilde's goalie, Carson Lansman, he's amazing. Well, he just got a shutout against Jefferson on Saturday. Oh, yeah, but he was... And really not a win. Shots were 2-1. to one. Some of the quality, quality chances, especially in overtime, he made four or five big saves. This lady from Jefferson, mom, from says, he's a freshman, you know. I'm like, yeah, I, I've heard <laughs> wow! What a snob Tony like, Scott is. Yeah, I've heard of it. <laughs> Just shooting down fans, coming up to you. <laughs> just want, they like, just want really? to be your friend, Tony, and you're just like a oh, peasant. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I just want a goal to go in so I can have a picture. Try shooting a, a thousand pictures with no goals. It was really wasn't that much fun. Much sadness, I guess. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, on the flip side of the bracket, um, I'll talk about the Wyzetta Blake game later, but I think that's an interesting, intriguing game. Blake won that game earlier in the year, but really the Wyzetta Creighton possibility game that could happen on Section Saturday at Big at seven o'clock, the premier Metro semifinal game. Mm, it's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know who wins this. The way Creedence plays, it could be. You think Creedence? I think Creedence. I think Wyzetta, if they're in it. Carl? Yeah, I've, I have more faith in Wyzetta in the playoffs right now, especially with their defensive style. When it, when it comes to sections, I don't bet against Pat O'Leary in a close game. I'm picking solely on what my heart wants, okay? So I <laughs> talked to you, and I talked to Danny and Eric last night um, during the Wyzetta game, and I asked them both point blank. I said, guys, can Wyzetta pull off a 2017 on a this year? And they both just shook their head. Like, yeah. No, and it wasn't okay. even close. It was just like, you asked me, and I said no. I, I said, I looked over at Eric, and I go, Eric, possible? And he said no. 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 So if that's the case, right? I know in my heart of hearts, Creighton can pull off an upset on Edina. I think they can. So because of that, I'm taking Creighton all the way back. Okay. That, that game is – if if you're in the cities and you want to see one of the best hockey games of the year, 
Creighton was at a Creighton. Yeah, and, and Peter was at the. So were you at the game? No, I was. <laughs> it was well, Fifty-six games. I didn't. I don't remember. I think I was running a tournament that day, and I sent Peter go to Creighton. Why is that? A, so he went over and watched that game. Overtime, five to four. Yeah. Um, okay. And Wyzetta won that, yep. too. Yep, uh, College Smith, OT winner. Yeah, and it's worth noting that Creighton got the two seed ahead of Wyzetta, even though that. It, yep. it, it just matters for a last change type of thing. Yep. And to play Blake, too, mind you. Correct. Um, okay, let's move to the QRF section, section <laughs> 7AA. We are not going to talk about how QRF is the worst ranking system on the face of the planet, that we're not talking about that. Okay. Okay. And we're not going to talk. Just an established fact. Already been games played. Yes, there already has been a game played in uh, the defending state champion Grand Rapids Thunderhawks beat Cambridge Ice Yankees nine to two. They will play the number one seed Duluth East Greyhounds, who will play the winner of Duluth Marshall Cloquet. Duluth Marshall gets the five seed according to QRF, and Cloquet gets the four seed according to QRF. Um, let's move down to the bottom side of the bracket. Elk River gets the trap game against Blake. And St. So Francis is the seventh seed, and they will play the two seed of Andover. Okay, let's play the top side of the bracket first. Duluth East versus Grand Rapids. I'm going to start with Tony Carl on this, and then you, you give us why Tony's wrong. Yeah. Okay? Um, Tony, what's going on in this game? I just think that... They have nothing to lose, and they have every. They have all the pieces in place to pull off one of the greatest upsets in state history. They being Grand Rapids, yes. obviously. Why? What do they have that makes this possible? Then the last, if you look at their performance, the last ten days, which is really all you need to go on, because that's what we're basing this on. You can't go back what happened in December. They played well, and they have a great goalie, and actually have a really good backup goalie too, and Carter Clark. Yeah. <laughs> but nonetheless, they have good goaltending. In Gabe Holum. And they've beaten these guys the last few years. They don't have anything to lose. They have nothing to lose. I think this could be one of those things, one of these games we might be talking about in 10 years. Now, I love Grand Rapids so much, but when I hear they have nothing to lose, that just means five-minute majors to me. For that. <laughs> uh, and so, Carl, what's your take on this one? Yeah, I I think that's a valuable point, Danny, because I remember. I think uh, you know, there, there were were majors in the in the, the regular season game, and as an East fan, Shocker. yeah, you're sort of concerned about the the game as it goes along, but you're also concerned about you know what 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 else comes out of it because it's it's going to be a kind of a chippy game, I guess. It's going to be a little ugly at times, and you, you worry about things like that. But at the same time, you know, I think this game can go one of two ways: either it'll be really tight and really interesting, or East is just going to other rapids right away and we'll be in running time. I agree. Sixteen yep. six eighteen and one is the record. Mm-hmm. That is the worst follow up after a state championship performance, I think it's uh, Blaine two thousand one could give him a run, I think. <laughs> Thank you, Carl, for Thank digging <laughs> deep into that one. Um but so what? Two out of their last four games. Okay. They've beaten Bemidji and they've beaten Esco Carlson. And now, I, I like Bemidji right now, but they have really, that sh- they're smoking the cop, and that plane has been... Bemidji? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree, but I still think, 
you know, they played White Bear to a 3 nothing game, and they were close with Hermantown for a while until it kind of got away from them. So, and, and they beat Cloquet. Yeah, they beat Cloquet. So, now, talking, stranger we, things than that. Talking about Cloquet, the, um, do, do we want to save the Cloquet-Marshall matchup? Let's save that. That's in our pick Let's save what we think of that and move to the semifinal. Okay, we're going to play two scenarios. Mm. Carl, if Cloquet wins against Lewis Marshall, <laughs> how mad are you that one, it's a semifinal game, okay, that you have to watch? Oh, yeah. Two school, schools play each other. And two, how nervous are you for that matchup? <laughs> I don't know. I'd, I mean, well, it's unfortunate that would be a semi instead of a final, but, you know, it's. It'll, it'll be a fun atmosphere no matter what. And I don't know. I I think we, East now knows what Cloquet is. They now know what they're going to bring. And you, you might see some wrinkles out of Mike Randall for this one. So I am not as concerned as I could be. <laughs> I don't think that Cloquet is going to beat Marshall. We'll get to that in a little bit. But so Granis, you play Granis, Carl, okay? We took you <laughs> to overtime. Yeah. Are yep. you more? Or which school are you more nervous about that? Okay. I, th- I think Marshall is in, in a better position to put together several complete games. I, wow! Did you say Marshall? You're more nervous than okay? I I'm not saying I'm more nervous about them. I think they're more likely to to win two games in a row here. Yes, agree. Yeah, I, I'll give you that. Um, on the bottom side of the bracket. It should be Elk. Force Lake is a tricky out. I, that's really hard. That's one of my sneaky teams. I got yeah. sneaky teams. Sneaky teams. Sneaky teams. That's one of them. Force Lake's a sneaky. New Prague's a sneaky. Hibbing's a sneaky. Um, and then St. Francis Andover. Andover should win that game. Yeah, I will win that game. Yeah, will win that game. Um, Elk, Andover. By the way, I love in our text string we refer to St. Francis as St. Franny. I like it's so funny. <laughs> that's not it's who's funny. Who, who's I, Carl that's that's Franny. Definitely me. I, yeah. just, every time I see it, I just laugh. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm hopping on the St. Franny. <laughs> well, and then you said that they've never been good, and then we started going like Joey Bennett's from St. Yeah, Francis. that was ancient history. Okay, well, they're still, still relevant too. history. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. And over. Elk. Or Forest Lake. Or Forest mm-hmm. Lake. Elk's just, it's always hard to buy stock on them in the playoffs. I don't think Elk River respects Andover. Just I, from my feelings of being at the rink, I think Elk, I mean, not, whether they respect them or not, I still think they think they're a superior hockey team, and I don't think it's going to matter. Um, that game's going to be a toss-up game third period overtime type of game. Yeah, that one's going to be good. Um, if you're at Amsoil, you're going to get a good one there. I think yep. that Elk River is going to hand over the the uh, the curse, the uh, Amsoil curse to Andover that day. And they're going to make it to the <laughs> final. Andover has made it to a section final before. Oh, I know. Yep. But this is the new This is the new Andover. Oh, God. Because they got about six or seven classes of good hockey players coming up. Here's the curse. And here's the curse for all your good players that are coming up. <laughs> We've had it for years. You can have it now. <laughs> Think about it. Elk River had it. All these great players for the last six, seven years. Jeremko, Kirsten. Right. <laughs> like, 
all of them, right? Yeah. And now they're just going to hand off the the baton. <laughs> they're going to make it to the section final. Uh, welcome to Amsoil. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Amsoil. Just a rude person, you are, Carl. Yes. <laughs> um, I miss Luke Lohite so much. It's crazy. I know. Uh, he was so good. He was good. Okay, eight double A. Moorhead plays Rogers. Moorhead will roll in this game. Yes. They will play the winner of Saint Cloud versus Rozo, which ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> oh. I don't know who's gonna win that one. No. No. Yep. On the bo- on the bottom side of the bracket, Brainerd plays Bemidji. Um Brainerd looks a little slippery right now. <laughs> hey, just in time for sections. <laughs> which is uh-huh. a bad time to start getting that bug. And they will play the um, winner of St. Michael Elberville Buffalo. And Buffalo, you know, they have Rossini, right? Mm-hmm. Good player. I don't think it's enough to get by no. St. Michael this year. Maybe next no. year, but not this year. No. Let's talk about the top side of the bracket. Who plays Moorhead? Is it St. Cloud or Rozo, Carl? I'm going to go with the Rams. They pulled an upset last year. I think they can find one in the top again. I'm looking for a coin. <laughs> yeah, I don't I've, know. I really don't know. I pick um, Rozo. Rozo, you know, they they have been a little bit hotter of recent, and these are very unpredictable teams. Yeah, yep. yeah, I will mm-hmm. say that. Now, having seen Rozo, I'm not the most sold on them, but yeah, I don't. Know. I'm going. I'm going to go Saint Cloud. Okay. Uh, bottom side of the bracket, Brainer Bemidji is a juicy game, and who who wins the Brainerd St. Michael if that's a possibility? Then St. Michael just rolled them. I'm going to say they're going to roll them again, and that's, they rolled them on their home ice. Yeah. So I'm going. I'm going St. Michael. They've actually played some good hockey lately. I saw them play um, Maple, Maple Grove, and they you know they capitalized had a. A shorthanded goal. They they're a pesky team like that. Very, they got a lot of seniors on that team. I think this is a section finalist. Yeah, Carl, what do you think? Um, as tempting as that it is to ride the hot hand, I think Brainerd will find something. I mean, having seen them play this year, I think they're they're better than what they showed against St. Michael in that last game. They're a very deep team. Be, be hitting hard. It's playoff hockey. I'm going to go with Brainerd. Uh, that one's that one's just dirty. That is okay. A tough one. You got some pickums for us, Tony? I got some pickums for you. Do you guys got any sneaky teams to add to my list? I have Forest Lake as a sneaky. I got New Prague as a sneaky, and I got Hibbing. Anyone else who, when you hear that team's name, you just go, "Ooh, I wouldn't want to play those guys in the first round." Not to be confused with their upsets, but just sneaky. Like honestly, I don't think they're going to go upset, but these teams could uh, really uh, sneak past somebody, sneak up on well, someone. Uh, well, Jefferson. Yep. Jefferson. Jefferson. Yeah. Jefferson. Sneaky. New Prague could be sneaky. I got him already. You got him. Okay. Yep. okay. Um, Lakeville South being a three seed. Um, <laughs> Lake of the Woods in Class A. I love. The I Bears. I really like the Bears. They have good point totals this they year. They disappointed me last year. I thought. I agree. I, I was really high on them last year, and then they got beaten. The summer. I like. They didn't put up a fight, you know. Yeah, I, uh, I I agree with that. When's the last time we saw Bear not put up a fight? Come on, seriously. <laughs> I've been on. to enough white. Oh. oh yeah, yeah. That, 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 you you, wow, you see that, that one? That one was way too easy. No, that was just too easy. Carl, you got any sneaky teams? One that just, hey, uh, I wouldn't want to. 
trying to think who else. Mm. No, Pine City Coral. Falls isn't a bad one. Pine Falls is a pretty good seed. But, yeah. Can we talk about Hutch, too? Hutch. Yeah, they're a four seed, so I, technically yeah. that would be constituted sneaky. All right, here we go. Northfield. Got... Can I tell Northfield? They yeah. made it to the state last year. Okay, and they're a five seed. Can... Yeah, that's not sneaky. Okay. Because they went to state last year. It's well, they're a five sneaky. seed. Okay, in a, in a downer section this year. Sneaky. These sneaky, sneaky. means no sneaky. one would ever have thought Sneaky, like sneaky, it. sir. Sneaky. All right, here we go. Anyway. Three pick uh, and then we have our upset picks. First of all, uh, I need to thank Luke, Luke Lohai for picking four for me last week. Thank you, Luke. I'm back in the lead yeah, now. Luke got, Luke got four right for Carl. He's a lot better than you. We and know that already. Carl's back in the lead. And just for the record, Luke, he wanted to change your picks, but we wouldn't let him. He didn't like your no, picks. No, you gave me the option, and I didn't. I stuck with Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I will say for the record, two of my picks were I was stymied into picking. I did Thank not want to pick. Thank you, Luke. I did not want to pick you, Luke. St. Paul. Thank Johnson. you, Luke. You have the best. Great work, Luke. All right. Yep, he's great. I mm-hmm. was not happy with a couple of my I miss stymies. Luke. Luke was the best. All right, here we go. Marshall, Cloquet, Esco, Carlton. Carl, guess what? You get to go first. You get to pick your opponent, assuming you guys get past Grand Rapids. Rapids. I'm I'm picking Marshall. I think I just trust them more in, in a playoff setting to, you know, deliver. Um, Cloquet's been so inconsistent, I just can't quite get on that train, even though I think they're the deeper team. I think Marshall, if everyone knows their role on that team. Their big players are going to score, score some goals. They'll pull this one out. All right. Since you guys love to stymie me and I got stymied, I'm guessing you're going to go with Marshall, Danny, because I don't want Cloquet. I think Marshall is going to win this game. Well, don't pick Cloquet. <laughs> <laughs> you, Danny, you're so nice. I'm going to pick Marshall. Did you you like Cloquet anyway? I want Marshall. I think Marshall's going to win. I got C on the paper here. I really think that Marshall's going to win. It's already. I think Marshall's going to win too. You should have used pencil. I. Did you, are you changing I, your pick? I really think Marshall's going to win this game. I do too. Yeah. I, here's I want to get one. No right. from the lumberjack. I think that I think that Cloquet looks by this game and the fact that we can never read this team and the level of inconsistency that Cloquet brings on an every night basis. I cannot pick them to you know win a game when it matters. I agree. Most. The reason – it's not that I don't think that they look past them or they're looking – you know, I just don't think that they can get up for a team like Marshall, like they can get up That's for the That's the definition of looking past somebody, no, getting, not getting just, up. just not as jacked. You know, they get so jacked. Yeah. Nice pun. All right. Lumber jacked? <laughs> yeah, really. Well <laughs> done. <laughs> I've had two people say, hey, they cretin them. They do oh, like that term. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here's Pretty a good game. Uh, assuming they both win their first round games, um, Pine City, North Wait, Branch. Did, did you give me more, uh, Marshall? No, I, you, I wrote down Cloquet. Okay, I'll, I'll take Cloquet, and I'll take the Pick'em one. All right, you go You go first now. What's Pine City? Okay. North Branch, high seed in Pine City. Okay. North Branch. It's in North Branch. In, oh, yeah, yeah, North, well, not, not in North Branch. Not in North Branch, but North Branch is in Chicago. It should be in Chicago because North Branch does not have its home, a home rink. Right. 
best player in the section, like Carl mentioned before, is Brady Meyer. I'm going best player in the section. Okay. North Branch. NB. All right, so I'm going to go with my Dragons. I'm going to go Pine City. And Carl, you're up next. Uh, it's purely a sentimental pick, but I'm picking Pine City too. All right. Tourney Boys from Pine City will be loving our show. All right. Uh, uh, yeah, the Tourney Boys. Tourney Boys. Could you imagine if Pine City makes it? Oh. We get the Tourney Boys on our show. Minute I've already after. promised my Pine City buddy if they make it through, I'm getting the Pine City Tourney Boys on our show. And he goes, oh, I can make that happen in one phone call. The podcast show or what? Podcast show, show for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. We'll just bump Carl. It's no big deal. We've done it before. <laughs> Used to it. <laughs> no one loves me. <laughs> All right. I get to go first on this pick. I've already kind of led the readers into who I want to win. I don't know if they're going to win or not. This is Creighton Durham Hall. Why is that? Assuming they both win their first round matchups, I'm going to go CDH on this one. So that leaves you, Carl, with the middle pick. Um, much as I would want to see Creighton play Dinah in the final, I, I trust Wyzetta's defense more than Creighton's offense, especially with some of the results lately. Wyzetta. Okay. You're going Wyzetta, too, I think. I am going Wyzetta. Not that I was overly impressed with them on Saturday, but I Pat O'Leary is a great playoff coach, and <laughs> his team's just find a way to win. Hard to argue. And the thing about Creighton is Creighton plays one style, fast, in your face, all the time. And when they get a couple goals down, it, it, it can really hurt you or help you. And it, when you're playing Wyzetta, a defensive-style team, I, I think they're going to get slowed down. And not that the best player on the ice is, is going to be Mac Leeson. Hats off. No question. So, uh, yeah, why is that it? But come to big. This is going to be awesome. It'll be a good game. Yeah. All right. We got a little different part of our pick em segment. We're going to go pick our upset. Danny, you want to run down what qualifies as an upset? Okay. So, an upset is not a 4 5 although it is an upset, or a 2-3 in a semifinal. It has to be greater than 2. It, it has the to be. The spread has to be greater than 2. So it has to be, you know, a 3-6 or a 1-4. One, one, four. Four, one. Yeah. And so that's what we're qualifying as an upset. So we're trying to really dig deep for upsets and actually pick some fun ones here. Yep. Okay. You're going, cla- you're going first. I got you down here. So in Class A, I have a rematch of my favorite um, saying of this year. Of all time. Of all time. You can't <laughs> ride a tiger, but oh, you can no. ride a Mustang. And so... <laughs> giggle, giggle. Giggle, giggle. Because Delano losing to Breck earlier in the season. Breck is the six seed. Delano is the three seed. Jackson Jelly is a very good goaltender. But Breck, I see, pulls this off. And they've never... They've only lost... How many times to Delano in a section? Uno. 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 And I, not that Brex had a great year there, deservedly a sixth seed. I just, uh, having seen Delano play this year, I don't know where goal scoring comes from on their team. And I think Breck can put something in the net and then kind of ice it away. They have good goaltending as well, you know, when mm-hmm. it matters. So that's my class A. You guys, we want to do class A's and then yep. circle back. You're going then. back. You're going sticking to your two, and then we'll move down. So I got okay. you for Breck, and let's hear your Bemidji. Uh, yeah. here. You talked about how 
poorly Bemidji is playing, and you're actually going to pick him now. I'm going to pick Bemidji. And now, and it comes down to goaltending in this. I'd like Matt. Even with smoke in the cockpit, they're going to <laughs> there is smoke they're in the... still land the plane. Is what you're saying? <laughs> they are going to be shepherded down, and it, by Matt Fitzgerald. And I, you know, Bemidji's a team in AAA that's had recent playoff success, and so you have to look at something like that. And, and it, they've had success due to goaltending by Matt Fitzgerald, and it's a team that you got to watch out for. And okay. It's an interesting concept. Now, have they been shaky down the stretch? Has Fitzgerald been shaky down the stretch? Yeah, but that's what makes this an upset. Okay. All right. All right. Um, Carl, you're next. Um, okay. I think you're going to pick one of my sneaky teams in the double-A, aren't you? Yeah, I am. I'm going with the forced leg trap game. Um to explain the history of that one, Forest Lake has pulled a number of upsets, almost all against Grand Rapids over the years, as usually as a sixth seed over a number of three Grand Rapids. But uh, this year they've got Elk River. Home ice. Home yep. ice is higher <laughs> rate for them, Carl. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but, uh, no, they're, Forest Lake has not, not been bad this year. They've had some quality results pretty consistently, have very strong goaltender. Um, and Elk River probably looking ahead to Amsoil. So there's some potential for an upset there. I like that one. Mm-hmm. And in class, class A, I was poking around for some good 3-6 games. Uh, what I came up with was uh, Detroit Lakes and Crookston up in Section 8A. Uh, they put their two regular season games, both 3-1 three, three games. They're tight, um, fairly even teams. And Crookston's kind of new to this uh, top three seed thing. So I'll take Detroit Lakes in a surprise advance to the semifinals. I like that pick. I like that pick. I'm just pulling up my upset picks here. Um, let's see here now. I have in double A, I'm going to go with the home team, uh, Jefferson Jaguars over Eastview. I alluded to it earlier in the show. Uh, Jags played well the last couple weeks. Uh, they got a tie with Benilde on Saturday. They beat Chanhassen. They beat St. Louis Park. Um, Can they score more than they did on Saturday? Uh, they're going to need to score at least one more than they scored on Saturday. I just got, for whatever reason, I got a feeling on that one. Last year, I predicted them to lose in their section final. Um, in their and section caught some heat and, and caught some heat from the uh, from the home front and the uh, the fans of Jefferson. This year, I'm going to ride it the other way. I'm going to ride the Jaguar and say they're going to beat ECU. So let me get this straight. You predicted that they were going to lose to St. Thomas, Thomas Academy. And I caught some Even though that black. was a running For that time daring game. prediction. No. Hey, I got it right, but I didn't win <laughs> friends. Put that way. You slept on the couch? <laughs> this is what you're well, I remember walking into the bar over at uh, Stubborn Herbs before the game. Like, why are you even here? And I'm like, well, what do you mean? Like, you picked a I'm like, well, it's my job to pick the game right. <laughs> Jesus. Harsh, harsh. Sorry, you know. Well, anyway. I think the St. Thomas guys will be at beat up, so you can just come on over. Yeah, no. Well, not no. this year. Not because, this year? Because the section final for 3AA got moved from Ritter to Braemar. I don't know why that is. Why? Thing on the why? Move to veterans. Yeah, veterans is awesome. Well, and it can fit the same amount of people. And yeah. no offense, but three double A does not bring a crowd. No. <laughs> and I've been to this game enough. It's not like it's getting sold out. So, uh, all right, last pick before we wrap the show. Uh, Totino Grace is going to pull the upset over South St. Paul. 
on uh, Saturday, assuming they play Saturday. Uh, I don't know if some mad, but some of these sections are goofy. But they'll 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 they, the, if they win their first game, they'll they'll play South St. Paul, and I think they can hold Thursday. on Thursday. Thursday. Well, that's a quarterfinal game. So, yeah. So, yep. Thursday. So so there's my upset picks. Um, good luck to you guys. Uh, huge thanks to the Red and Black League for their sponsorship of our show. It's a uh, been uh, a great uh, thing having them as our sponsor this mm-hmm. year. Uh, Brian Lawton, uh, the NHL Network. Brian Lawton, former North Star, former uh, number one overall pick. Yeah, Brian Lawton. he he was a coach in the league, and he's going to be. There's going to be a video of him talking about his experience coaching and and his uh, experience coaching in the league. That video will be coming out on YHH here in the next uh, week or so. Uh, so keep a heads up on that with the Red and Black League. Thanks to Brian Hansen and his wife Patty, who put on a great league for the Red and Black League. Um, it's a great uh, great league for those guys that are looking to just you know stay fresh in the spring and the fall. Uh, thanks to uh, Carl for making it back to the show this Wait, week. And thanks, Luke Lohight. And th- thanks to Luke Lohight for getting Carl the lead back. Yeah, thanks for the and pick, thanks Luke. Danny for <laughs> and thanks to Danny for putting together a great show. Uh, it's going to be a great week. We'll see you guys next Wednesday. Or hear from you guys next Wednesday, uh, next Sunday about the week's games that we stop us took at the rink if you see us. I'll be up in Duluth. I'll be everywhere. It seems like this week. It's going to be a great. Day. Danny can be in many places at once. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> we'll see you guys at the rink. Uh, we'll see you guys next Sunday. These looks all over their face My friends all know that I'm cool I've been this way since high school Cause life's never been sweeter When you're just a cake eater When it comes to hockey, nobody can stop me My high school team, I was playing on the top three Now my son is scoring piles He 